0: Welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a Word and Spirit-based ministry, because we are born of the Word and born of the Spirit. His god giving mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure Word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, and to take the Gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the Word and a passionate teacher of the Word of God, and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section, or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, prophet Daniel Jadu walks us
1: through the word. Stay tuned. Look at the verse 19. Having therefore brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. (laughs) Now we can enter into the place of glory we can enter into the place of glory at any time now we are not in the outer court any longer now we have received boldness to enter into the holy place where we shall encounter god where we shall experience the glory in fullness ladies and gentlemen i feel god here right now because we are entering into the glory right now oh we are we have the boldness to enter into the holiest Now listen, the holiest of holiest was not a place that anybody was was allowed to enter. You dare not. You dare not. One day there was a man that God asked that don't touch my ark. Don't touch my ark because that is where the glory is. Somebody will say, "Ah, but why didn't God have mercy on him? Please. How many of you know gravity? You have heard of gravity? Has gravity disobeyed God before? Do you know density? Law of density. Has law of density disobeyed God before? Why do we want to disobey what God has said. God has told the sea not to come to the earth. Is the sea obeying? Why do you want to tempt him? Why do you want to do what he said you shouldn't do? Then you go back and say, God, why did? He said, nobody should touch my ark because this is where my glory is. I have not released you yet. And the Bible says, and when they carried the ark and the ark was about to fall down, who's the helper of God? He wanted to go and touch the ark. I'm telling you. He had planned already. He had planned already. And it was in his mind. To touch this ark and see. And so when the ark was about to fall down. That was the opportunity for his heart desire. To come to pass. And when he touched the ark. The Bible says and God struck him dead. Because the glory was there. Tells you that the glory was unapproachable, but thanks be to God, He says that we have boldness to now enter into the holiest, the holiest of holies by the blood of Jesus. Then, in the verse 20, He said, By a new and living way which He had consecrated for us, for who what? That veil. That is to say, his flesh. So the flesh of Jesus was the veil. You see, Jesus was the covering glory. <laughs> Nobody could have entered into see the fullness of glory without Jesus Christ. So the day Jesus died on the cross, Jesus, do you know why it was the flesh of Jesus? Because sin was too much. Glory will not spare sin. But Jesus as our mercy seat, he covered the glory, the intensity and the power of the glory so that the effect of the glory will not leave the holy place and kill the people. So Jesus stood there until he had died with his blood and honored God with his sacrifice and with his blood. When he did that, now the blood atoned for the people. So now when this glory that could kill because of sin now comes, it will not kill the people any longer. That is why he's telling you now you can enter into the holy place with what? Boldness. Because you know you will not die when you shall see the glory. And this morning as many of you that are angry for glory you shall see God's glory. You shall experience God's glory. And the Bible calls it a new and a living way. What is the new and the living way? The life of glory. The life of glory is the new and living way. Are you with me? Don't worry. I won't bore you at all. I'm about to leave. Now I told you that because of time, I'll just fast track it. Now I told you that the glory is not encountered or it is not just released even though it is available you might not encounter it because something must precede the glory it is called prayer it is called prayer without prayer without fellowship it doesn't happen I was studying this thing and the Holy Spirit said he said Daniel do you you now understand why Jesus offered himself to pray a lot he was the son of God but he needed that glory he needed the spirit to be able to do that which he wanted to do. So in John chapter 14 verse, verse 10, he says that the works that I do said the words that I speak they are not my words. But my father that dwelleth in me he doeth these works. When there is glory, there are works. Because the Holy Ghost is the works of God. He is the works of God. He is the one that works the works. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Okay. Then the Holy Spirit said, now go check how Jesus's lifestyle was. So I found a few scriptures to show me how the man offered himself to prayer and the reason why. So I'll show you three scriptures and I'll show you the final one to show you what actually happens to him when he prays. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are you with me? In Mark chapter 1, verse 33, verse 35. Look at it. Mark 1, 35. And in the morning, I want you to read it one go. And in the morning, Christ you see the lifestyle? Before before morning, and in the morning rising up in the great while before day, before the day started, Jesus will go somewhere and be there. He prayed there in a solitary place because Jesus understood that even though he was the Word of God in the flesh, in this world nobody can survive without the Spirit. Nobody can survive. Didn't you understand? Jesus, Jesus was the same word of God. And until he was baptized by John and the Holy Ghost came upon him, he never worked any miracle. He never. But the Holy Ghost came upon him and the Bible says his first miracle, he changed water into wine. Without the Holy Ghost, don't expect miracles. This world is Spiritual. But we have a spirit that is beyond that. Let's learn from Jesus. Maybe you don't have a place to live from your house. But your house can be your solitary place. Wake up from your bed. Your bed is not your solitary place. Your bed is not your solitary place. Get from your bed, you still feel tired and sleepy. Get to your hall, stand somewhere. If you like, put that is what I do. Put your hand in your pocket and pace up and down. In Pakoda, in Deliba, in Macampa Five minutes, fifteen minutes, thirty minutes. Keep doing this every day. Keep doing this every day. He's even showing you what time is done in the morning before day. In the morning. 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. You are asleep. No. 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 From 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Share. Pick one of them. And let your voice be heard. Let your voice be heard in between those times. If it is between 12 or 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock. I mean, let your voice be heard. Because that's how Jesus prayed. And God is mentioning the, the time. Morning. A great while before day. He's telling you the specificity. Before day. You wake up during the day. You are now praying. A lot of things are gone. There's a reason. Now I'm showing you. All the prayers he prayed. Then I'll show you what actually happened to him. Anytime he prayed. And I'll let you go. Luke 5.16 Okay. Okay. Let's read one go. Now here it is not Adon. It was the day. He was with people. I can feel that maybe Jesus realized, no, no, Charlie. I'm getting empty. I'm getting drained. Because sometimes the issues of life can drain you. When you feel you are draining, please, your solitary place can be the, the washroom. Say, please, I want to go to the washroom. Get into the washroom. The Bible says, and when they had prayed, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Go, there is no car whose fuel is getting finished and would comfortably drive past a filling station. You must get to the filling station and refuel because without the fuel, you cannot journey. Ladies and gentlemen, without the influence of the Holy Ghost, you cannot journey through this life. It will be difficult. You will get stuck somewhere. You will need people to push you. You will not be praying for helpers. Did you ever hear Jesus pray for helpers? No, helpers wanted to help him. When you are burning with the Holy Ghost, there are certain things you don't pray for again. You you begin to attract them. You attract them. And that is where we want to get to this year. This year we will pray like crazy. I tell you, we will pray. We will pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. Until we are overwhelmed. When you enter into your room, the glory follows you. When you go to work, the glory fo- follows you. Wherever you go, the gro- you enter with the glory. If they are witches, they will flee because glory has come. He withdrew himself. Please don't forget this. Th- I'm showing you three. One, he woke up at dawn before the day he prayed Two during the day when he was with people he withdrew himself your energy is not with friends there are some of us when we have plenty people around us and we talk plenty if you are very spiritual you realize when you talk plenty something that is not spiritual the bible says that you are sowing to corruption you will reap corruption you realize that you are getting tired you are yawning When I talk to you, something that's not about God, I'll get drained. But when I'm talking about Christ, or the things of God, I can talk about it for eight hours. But that is my fuel. That is my fuel. Are you with me? All right. And the last one concerning Jesus is Luke 6, 12. Hi, 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 hi. Can you read this one too? One go. I know you like to pray from 12. But sometimes you must start from 10, 11. Can you see that? He's just showing you the strategies of prayer. So I know some of you, alarm is 12. It's not bad. Because you are fulfilling one of the styles Jesus prayed. But there's another style. He prayed all night. You see that? That's why you go for all night. You don't go for all night at 12. You go for all night at 9, 10. So you can pray. And it it's one of the most beautiful. When God was teaching me prayer. That is what he started with me. He told me, he told me emphatically. He said, 1130 to one. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't preaching. I wasn't doing anything. I just heard a voice. He said, because I was worried about national service. My father didn't have money to go and pay anybody for them to receive me. My father was not influential. That when I, people hear my name, they will say, okay, we will give you, se-. no, no. The only thing I know was to pray. That was the only thing. There are people that can rely on their family name. There are people that can rely on their uncles and aunties who are influential. They will hold their hands and take them to a company and say, Oh, that's my that's my niece. My I didn't have one. Maybe you have. But I don't. So the holy, I was worried. If you come, if you come to my hall, everybody could tell Daniel was worried about national service. Because I was afraid they would take me to Bimbila or somewhere. Cause that was the order of the day. we were pushing Accra people to the north and the north to Accra. And transportation that we would even go to Accra with to the north with, we, we didn't have. I'm telling you, that's how bad it was. And I was, I was so I was lying down there, and then I heard a voice. The first time I heard the voice of God, and then he said, Start praying from 1130 to 1. That's when I told you. He told another friend, he came to call me. Then we started that day. I didn't know how to pray. That was I had now started speaking in tongues. I didn't know what visions were. Then we went to Idrasi. There was a park there. We were praying Kadapaya, Rapaya, Namabre. But my friends prophesied them that they were praying, praying. Then I would, I would draw some strength from them. Then I would pray. One first day, second day, third day. The first day we prayed. That was the first time I saw a vision of an owl. It was a witch in that area that came, and came to land, and was watching me. Then all of a sudden strength from above came into me and I started jumping like this and I started pointing at it like this. My first time. And then it flew. And I asked everybody, did you see? Nope, they didn't see it. I was the only person that saw it. Because I was the the person that told. I gathered them. And then we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. You know what? I didn't have any human being to help me. But God was showing me how to make things work. When you don't have a human help. Before I finished the school I had already gotten a job. I met a man during one of the holidays and he says come and do my um, he was a master student come and do my research for me because I was a master student. And whilst I was going around soliciting for like, question, like questionnaires, I ended up with the daughter of um, City Hughes. I didn't even know. Then uh, Speaker of Parliament. I didn't know it was the daughter. And she said, oh, young man, I need somebody to come and do something for me in my office. And I went to tell the guy. The guy said, go. And I went. So I was moving from home to mile seven. Philly station, small office. And I was there doing research for this woman. Even this research I haven't done before. I didn't know computer very well. But the Holy Spirit helped me out. And I was able to do this research and did it well. Then one day she entered the office and said, "Aha, uh-huh, you are still in school. You are almost done, eh? He said, what do you want to do? Immediately came out of my mouth. I didn't think, eh, God is my witness. I didn't even have a microsecond to think about it. All I said was that audit. Then she said, okay, deal. Then she took her phone, made a call. Said, okay, tomorrow go to KPMG. I said, where? I didn't even know where it was. Then she showed me the place I found he said, Go there. Say you are looking for Antoinette Hughes. My sister, go and see her. And I went. Immediately I got there. He said, Oh, my sister has called me. Sit down. My father didn't take me there. My uncle didn't take me there. The prayer went ahead of me and settled the matter. I went to write the aptitude test. When people were struggling in interview, I spent two minutes in interview. God is my witness. I just entered the place. I sat down. He said, what's your name? Because there was another colleague. What's your name? Have you worked before? Do you have a car? Do you drive? How much do you want to pay you? Okay, we are done. When others were there for 45 minutes, others were there for one hour, two hours. When I came out, everybody thought they didn't like me. That's why I'm out. But to cut the long story short, I was walking through Circle to the place to go and work. And I got a call from the HR. Say, Congratulations, Daniel. You have been employed. Not, I was looking for national service, but God didn't give me national service. Unto Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh, to the power. National service, I became a full time employee. I could say in my year I was the first person among the thousands of people to have been fully employed so when I was employed I used my one year for national service I did not enter as a national service to become full-time I entered as a full-time and I did my national service there's something prayer can do for you there's something prayer can do for you listen prayer is difficult but prayer gives results you must understand the nitty gritties of prayer. You are praying and praying. It looks like nothing is happening, I'm telling you. There is something going ahead of you. and fixing for you. He said he went out into the mountain to pray. To pray. I remember when my friends were sleeping. I would go to the park. Whilst I'm praying there. I will see some, some some fair tall young lady coming coming and while she was coming, she was speaking in tongues already. and the, she will come closer to where I'll be standing, and then she will do this for two hours, non stop when we are praying. She was praying, pray, 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 pray. When two hours is done, she leaves. Every Friday, most Fridays I will see her. Most Fridays I will see her. It encouraged me. And I said, No, I can't pray two hours. If she's praying two hours, I can pray four hours. So I will add two hours more and pray. And pray because she used to live around 2 a.m. But I will live at 4 a.m. Listen, your future is in your mouth. Your future is not in any destiny helper. Your future is not in any man of God. Your future is in your mouth. If you can pray, you can see your future. Look at Jesus. He prayed. Son of God. Word of God. What does he need all night prayer for? Because Jesus knew that without prayer, nothing will work. So he prayed. He prayed continue, look at it, continued all night in prayer to God. Now, as he was praying, what happened to him? Matthew chapter 17 verse 1. This is what happened to Jesus. Anytime he prayed, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens to you anytime you pray. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into an high mountain apart. Uh Uh-huh. And was what, ladies and gentlemen? When you enter into prayer, you begin to get transfigured. And his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. Why do you think all this is happening? Because when you pray, you enter glory, and when you enter glory, you become a different man. Your face begins to shine, your shirt or apparel you are wearing begins to glow, it begins to shine as the light. Go on. And behold, there appeared unto him Moses Elias talking with him. What it means is that in the place of glory, there are possible supernatural encounters. One of Pastor you might not like his voice you might not like the way he talks you might not like the way he preaches he preaches dull he preaches like he is talking but ladies and gentlemen the secret of this man is prayer this man can be in prayer for, 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 for 72 days he can be he fast 300 days every year and when this man is praying I heard a story where Apostle Johnson Suleiman was sharing that he went to visit him. And this man has finished the prayer, but he wasn't coming out. Why? Whilst he was praying, when he finished the prayer, Jeremiah entered his room and sat down and said, let's talk about something. So Jeremiah kept him for four hours or so in conversation. Then he came out and said, oh my son, I'm sorry Jerry was here. When I heard that statement, he told me that those encounters have become normal for him. May you have supernatural encounters in your place of prayer. May you have. It does not come whilst you are seated. It comes whilst you are doing something. And what precedes it is prayer. Prayer releases the glory. Prayer forms the glory. Prayer pulls you into the glory. Prayer causes you to enjoy the glory. Prayer goes ahead and settles the matters. Prayer causes your face to shine. Prayer transfigures you. Prayer brings the glory out of you. Can you just imagine Jesus after prayer? He is walking as a man carrying glory. Carrying glory. That is it. The question is, is it mandatory for you to pray? Yes. Why? Because when you became born again, God put you into an office. And in that office, all you do there is pray. It's called the office of the priest. It's called the priesthood office. In Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. So if you are here and you don't pray a lot, you are desecrating the priesthood office. You are desecrating the priesthood office. You are messing it up. You are changing the status quo of the priesthood office. The Bible says that for he has made us kings and what unto God his father to him be glory and dominion forever. So you have been called into the priesthood office, and what does the priest do? The priest offers sacrifices unto God, in other words, the priest stands in between the people and God and offers sacrifices. Now, listen. In the book of Chronicles, the Bible says that and Solomon, this one will blow you, it blow your mind. How many of you know that Solomon offered thousands of, 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 of uh, cattle and three thousand, you know, of animals, thousands upon uh, thousands of, you know, animals? He sacrificed them, correct? Now, naturally, if you look at the cost of these animals, it will discourage you because you might think you can never sacrifice. That's much. But I came to tell you that today you offer more sacrifices than Solomon. Yes, I know. I know you won't respond yet. Until I tell you why. Today you offer more sacrifices than Solomon. (laughs) So you see, he was using physical animals. Bulls. Thousands of them. And the Bible says the whole day, they would chop the animals, kill them. You know, and but Hosea came to announce to us that that system was passed so in Hosea 14 2 he said now we should, we should go back to God and carry and pray and as we pray the words that comes out of our mouth is actually the sacrifice he said take with you what take with you what take with you what take with you what how many words do you speak in a day in prayer how many words do you speak in prayer you speak more than a thousand words in one prayer he said take with you words and return to the lord say to him take away all our iniquity accept what is good and receive us graciously so will so will we render our tongues as what bullocks to what to be sacrificed and pay Confession of our lips, what it means is that our words have now become the bullocks. Solomon sacrifice thousand by your lips, all right. Your words become the bullocks of the sacrifice. So, can you see you are sacrificing more than Solomon? Yeah, so if you don't pray, you are not sacrificing anything. Sacrifice and the Bible says that, and when he has sacrificed these thousands of bulls and goats, the Bible says that, and the glory of God came into the temple. And the Bible says that the priest could not stand on their feet. This one should give you an idea that as you pray, the glory is released. Are you with me? There is a lot to say, but let's I want us to pray. Say, I'm a priest. My job is to pray. My job is to pray. Look at first, did the Bible says that um, for you are a chosen generation, yes. a royal priesthood. Yes. Okay, that's another office. You see, the priesthood office is in twofold. One is called royalty, and one is called holy. So you are a holy, pro- or a holy priest. Now, the royal priest does not pray. The royal priest teaches, talks about Jesus. Ah. The holy priest prays. But God has called you into the two. So in 1 Peter 2 from verse 5, he said, by ye are what? A, A royal priesthood. Okay? So this is one of them. A royal priesthood. When you come down, a peculiar people, it says that you should show forth the praise of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So this royal priest, what he does is that he begins to tell the world about Christ and how he has delivered him from the place of darkness into the place of light. He begins to show forth, you know, the praise of his glory. So the royal priest preaches and propagates Jesus. Now go to verse 5. Oh, Ye also as lively stones. I was telling you. Do you see it now? You are, you are the stones that Jesus said he will raise. He said "Ye also as lively stones. He said built up what? a spiritual house. And an, to do what? To offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So the holy priest sacrifices the bullock of our lips. Can you see that difference here? So you have been called into two. To preach about Jesus and to pray. To pray and to preach about Jesus. To pray. So you see, you are not using the priesthood office properly. When you are doing one, there are some people, they love to pray. They don't love to tell people about Jesus. And there are some, they love to tell others about Jesus, but they don't love to pray. They are not enjoying or, or, or living the fullness of the priestly office. Can you see that? But there is something to it. If you don't live up to the expectation of the priestly office. What the priest sees, you can't see. Can you see what I'm saying? Yes, Listen to me. Love to pray. Why and spirit, we teach. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we don't only teach. Yes. We pray a lot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because that is when we have the fullness of the spirit. Can you see that?
0: Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are word and spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond night at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural inner prophetic service on Friday at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Forness service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJDU, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on 233 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or 233 23-275100800. 800 so many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org. You were made to live from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed. Fame, victory in the-